Welcome to the Memory Hole Show, where we talk about interesting ideas, promote freedom, and push back against authoritarianism. I'm your host, Brian. Welcome back to the Memory Hole Show, everyone. I hope everyone got a chance to enjoy the Easter weekend. It's always good getting some rest, catching up with extended family members, and maybe having a beverage or two. This week, I'd like to talk about the mob-level mindset that has taken over our political discourse. This witch hunt is getting fever-pitched, and it has to stop. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, consider sharing it with people you know that might benefit from hearing it. Help spread the word. You can also like the show and leave it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app, and you can also check out the show notes at memoryholeshow.com. Today's episode, as usual, will have the links posted there. And now, onto the show. In a free society, each person must have the same rights and freedoms as every other person. You can't have some people more free than other people with special privileges or advantages made possible by the government. With equality of opportunity, you can't have some people being more equal than others. This came to mind the other day when I saw a Twitter thread by Kim Iverson. She was talking about trans women. I'd like to cover a few of the tweets in her thread, but before I start, I'd like to highlight two groups of people. One is regular trans people. They can live their lives as they see fit like anyone else. So long as people aren't violating the rights of other people, I don't really care what they do with their lives. The second group is the trans activist industry, which is the activist group that is agitating all of society and doing a disservice to the trans community. This episode today is about that latter group. So Kim's tweet thread starts out, trans women are men. I really don't know how this is a debate. I can accept a man who wants to dress how he wants and be renamed a more feminine name. I can even accept if he chooses to get surgery to modify his body. These are his choices. Some may not accept those choices, I do. So it's shocking that in this day and age, I constantly have to remind people that definitions and reality matter. The idea that a trans woman is a woman is simply false. If I was single, I would not date someone like Dylan Mulvaney, you know, that super popular trans guy right now. And you know why? Because Dylan Mulvaney is a man and I'm not gay, I'm straight. Just because he thinks he's a woman doesn't make it true in reality. And just because I'm not playing along with his belief does not make me a bigot. I'm just observing reality, which is something I strive to do in my life, and I'm free to do that. I'm not trying to stop him from believing whatever he wants to believe, and in that same way, he can't force me to believe that he's a woman when he's not. 2 plus 2 does not equal 5. It never will. What is ironic, though, at a time when thinking in binary options is the new ism, to the trans industry... You're either capitulating to every one of their demands, or you're a transphobe. Questioning the whole idea is off-limits to the trans activist industry. But here's the thing. You can do both. It's not that complicated. I don't have to believe what a trans person believes they are, and I can still treat them like I treat everyone else, with dignity. These aren't exclusive ideas, and as I said, as long as people aren't violating the rights of other people, there isn't a problem. Kim captures that sentiment here. She says, 
But he is a he and no one should be canceled for stating facts. Being trans is an internal issue that must be very difficult to deal with. Society should be kind and accept those who struggle with these difficulties. All people deserve a happy life. And you know, in my life I've known people that have struggled with depression. It's tough to go through and it's tough to watch people go through. Being kind and supporting people in need is a good thing. With trans people themselves, as opposed to the trans activist industry, I would agree with Kim that society should be supportive. There's nothing wrong with that. In this next tweet, Kim goes further than I would though. She says, I accept my trans friends and I refer to them with their preferred pronoun and names. I'm even fine going into a woman's restroom with them. I have no problems with trans people. I have a problem with being forced to say they're women and them competing against women in sports. So as far as the washroom thing goes, I would not be okay with trans women, which are actually men, going into the washroom where my daughter goes, let's say. That's messed up. If trans women can go into women's washrooms, then why can't all men be able to do that? I know most men wouldn't because they respect the biological differences between men and women, but once you've opened this can of worms, anybody can use this as an excuse. That's the problem when you put the subjective self-identity above objective reality. Now, the washroom problem is a classic example of special privileges being given to one group of people at the expense of another group of people. A trans woman may feel that they're denied their right to access women's washrooms, so they're given that right. But that right comes at the expense of actual women. Why aren't actual women consulted about what they wanted, what they would be comfortable with? Actual women will usually feel violated or extremely uncomfortable being forced to share a washroom space with men. Clearly, this isn't a just solution. So to solve this, should we only have single space washrooms? Or maybe we should have a third washroom option that is neither male nor female. Either way, the current solution is not a solution. Moving on, I hear so often from trans activists and woke colleagues of mine that the trans movement has nothing to do with me, so I should just shut up. But if I'm being threatened with hate crimes for saying something that is true, then I have to tell you it does have something to do with me. The trans activist industry has forced me to participate. And I'm going to tell you, when you violate my freedom by forcing me to say things I don't believe in, things that are not true, I'm not going to be on your side. That's why Kim's point about being forced to say things that are false is so important. It's the principle. You can't be a free person in a system of coercion. You can't think freely if you can't also speak freely since speaking is an extension of thinking. And let's not kid ourselves. This is about control. You know it's about control. How can you tell? Go to work tomorrow and tell your coworkers that a trans woman is a man and see what happens. You know what'll happen. You'll probably get fired. You'll be definitely going to HR if you don't. You might even get assaulted and you might even go to jail. The reason we've gotten to the point where you are so completely controlled that you won't speak the truth is because not enough people had enough courage to stand up when the trans activist industry was just starting out. Now it's a massive business. It's being reinforced and shoved down our throats in K-12, in workplaces, and in products, and in sports. It's everywhere now. The price to exit this activist industry will be very high now. How high do you ask? Well, 
There have been some brave people that have stood up against this activist industry. Riley Gaines, a female swimmer, is one such person, and she had had enough. She's tired of seeing women lose out to men in her women's sport, to losing college grants or medals and other trophies. To answer the question of how high a price we will have to pay, look no further than when Riley gave a speech at San Francisco State University. After the speech, she was mobbed and shouted down, and if that wasn't enough, she was assaulted by a male dressed as a female. And then with the help of college security, she was trapped in a room for three hours until the mob finally left. And what did the university bigwigs have to say about the incident? That it was deeply traumatic for the students. Can you believe it? Can you see what's going on here? Women can't compete in women's sports. Women and people in general face violence and cancellation for speaking out on this topic. The trans activist industry is evil and they're doing a massive disservice to the LGB community and the T community. Now you wanna know how evil this activist industry actually is? Look no further than the Nashville school shooting that recently happened, the one where three kids and three adults were shot and killed. It was absolutely heartbreaking. And you know what these activist protesters do? They were filmed, I have a link here on memoryholeshow.com, they were filmed holding up seven fingers representing seven victims. But you notice how I only said there were six people that were shot by the perpetrator. Well, here's the thing. That was a Christian school. To the woke left, they don't count for much. And the shooter was trans, so the media can't say anything bad about the shooter. They also considered the shooter to be a victim in this case, hence the seventh finger. This is where we are as a society. This is madness. It's a big problem when the truth is outlawed and these are the repercussions we face because of it. That's why I end the podcast every week saying, speak up or you'll be memory hold. When you don't stand up for your beliefs, you get shit like this. If you continue to play possum with this activist industry, then all I have to say is, welcome to the world of woke, furnished with thought crimes and enforced by our police force acting as the thought police. How's your silence working out for you now? I can really see how the culture wars we are in is destroying society. It does this by destroying the goodwill people would otherwise have towards each other. When people stop listening to each other, we're doomed. All this useless shouting and mobbing isn't going to get us anywhere. And maybe that's the activist's intent, who knows? Like I said at the top of the episode, treat people with dignity unless they give you a reason not to. Anyways, the rant's over. That's it for this week. If you're still listening, share the show and check out the show notes on memoryholeshow.com. And guess what's next? Until next week, speak up or you'll get memory hold. Seriously.
All content from TheMemoryHoleShow.com and The Memory Hole Show podcast is for the purpose of entertainment and presented solely as opinion.